full battery all set. So first, uh, introduce you, Dennis. Dennis Dugan, what are you? What would you say you're most famously known for in life? Um, I would say for, for I'm getting close there. I'm gonna get or staying too far away from the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I'll turn your volume up. My whole life. Um, I think I would probably say uh, Happy Gilmore. Uh, that's the biggest calling card that when I needed a place in a good table at a restaurant. When you, you, <laughs> <laughs> you pull the, uh, the yeah. uh, Larry David? Yeah. Do you know who I am? <laughs> but are you more of an actor or director? I guess. I started, I started as an actor and, uh, you know, you can tell, I've always been able to tell the age of people because they'll go, they'll go, oh, I know you. And they obviously don't know me from directing, but they'll go, I know you, uh, what do I know you from? And I, just, I, I go, um, depending on how old they look, I go, Rockford Files, and they go, yeah! Or I'll go, uh, uh, Hill Street Blues, and that's a little, a tiny bit younger. Moonlighting? Moonlighting, yeah. Moonlighting was a show that when I was little, my parents would watch it, and they wouldn't let me watch it with them. Really? Because yeah. it was too dirty? I don't know, I don't, I mean... Now I've got a podcast where all I do is curse left and right. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Moonlighting was cool. Moonlighting, were like, just as I was like, sort of transitioning out of uh, out of acting, because I really, I, I really, you know, I grew up in Wheaton, Illinois. I didn't know that I would ever even be in a television show or a movie, much less direct anything. So, because we didn't even know in Wheaton what, what that was directing. This is so cool because just for the people at home, we're here now at your house. Yeah, you're doing well. You've done well. Yeah, you're 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 a Hollywood success story. Yeah, I went, when I went to New York, uh, I, I left Wheaton in '69 to uh, go to New York to be an actor, and I landed there on the weekend of uh, Woodstock, <laughs> so there was nobody there to welcome me to the acting <laughs> acting world, and I had 400 bucks. Okay. That's that. That was it. So I, I parlayed it into this dining room table. Yeah, maybe a third of the dining room table. Or... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but moonlighting. Moon, uh, uh, we can just jump around on some yeah, stuff, yeah. right? We don't need to talk about moonlighting. It really? Yeah. I guess. I guess. Um, I mean, well, we, first of all, I was going to ask you if you had seen Adventures in Golf. Yeah. And you were starting to answer that question, and then I got the mic set up in a hurry. So, yeah, it's, it's, uh, I loved it. It was, you did. So, it was so, so cool. And because honestly, don't, don't be upset, but I didn't know you. And, no, and, I don't even know myself. So, so it's fine. Uh, <laughs> so I, I just thought, this is really cool. You know, I wish I said, I wish I'd been on that journey. You know, I would have hit 40 balls into the fucking ocean. Because <laughs> you're that a means real a golfer. I'm a real golfer. Yeah. yeah. That means a lot to hear you say that. Because, I mean, w the way I look at you, I, I actually sort of, um, yeah, I look at your life and I definitely have a feeling of like, oh, I wish I was there. I wish I was on yeah. that. Yeah. But, you know, from golf, because uh, my dad was a golfer. He wasn't, very good, wasn't a very good golfer, but he hacked around his whole life. And uh, so I'd hack around with him. And the best I ever got was like, you know, 90. Yeah. That was like. We just we just play every hole as a par five, we, and that's the way we keep score. Over fives and under fives. Did you do that? Right. No. Uh, that's how we'd keep score because you want if 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 it's what you were doing if every hole was a par five. Right. So that would be par ninety. Yeah, that's bogey golf. Yeah. 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 Um, maybe I'll start doing that. <laughs> I'll start having more fun. But to, to actually have a question, like, so you you would you would typically play around ninety. Yeah. Would you have fun? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, because you know I would hit enough good shots that to keep me addicted. Was there any point in your life, golf life, where you uh, struggled with having fun? No, because I was always like I, I said, I played, and then I was a caddy. I grew up in in Wheaton, Illinois, and and uh, one of the original one of the original five PGA golf courses was was Chicago Golf. Sure. And so, one of the first clubs in America. Yeah. yeah. First I, 18. Maybe, I think it was the first it's 18. the first 18 uh, that's private. Or, no. Um, 
We'll get the stats. There was something about the first 18 ishness yeah. of it. It's very something. Uh, and I caddied there, and I caddied next uh, in the next town over at Glen Oak. Okay. Uh, this is and, around Bill Murray, right? And then... No. Didn't, didn't Bill Murray from right around there? I don't know. Anyway. We were just just outside of Chicago. Yeah. Yeah, he's got that. I Chicago thought so, thing. yeah. And then I, I was a, a greenskeeper at Chicago Golf. Okay. For a wow. long, long time. That's a big job. I moved up to... I, the, I, the highest level I got to was I was tees and collars. Okay. What does that mean? What's tees and collars? You cut the tees and collars because those are... Ah, those are cut. They don't even use that language anymore. No, the collar around the green was. Well, they do, the, yeah. Was the war, like the warning track. I'm just an idiot. Stadium. I don't know what it. Teasing. But, I thought you were teasing collars meant you were. Um, I thought you were dress code patrol. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wear tees and you have to wear a collar. Uh, you know, it's it's a higher. It's a different mower and it's a higher. Uh, the grass is is, is longer. It's Would that relate to the level of skill? So, if the more skilled you are, the the more. Yeah. Uh, the more sm- the smaller the mower thing, is, the next thing greens. The next thing is the greens. Right. Tees in college, you can be a little not as good at. So how did <laughs> there was room for error? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Were you like smoking a lot of weed on the job or something? Because I feel like currently greenskeepers are just like basically, um, uh, you know, they're on parole. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of the clash of golf you culture. Smoke weed. First, first of all, when I was growing up, there wasn't any weed. No, really? I mean, nobody. I how old were you? <laughs> Seventy. You're seventy one, but yeah. you really look like you're in your early sixties. Do people tell you that a lot? Yeah. Why yeah. is that? What do you do? What do you got? Cream or alcohol and exercise? <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. So yeah, I mean, you go. I didn't even realize that you had a, a super golf industry background. Yeah. How did you go from that into Hollywood? Um, I went to uh, I went to a, a school down in Texas. Okay. To be an actor down there, because they have they had a really good theater department. And then two years later, I got kicked out, and uh, so I went to the Goodman Theater in Chicago at the Art Institute, and that's a real theater school. And then I went to New York to be an actor. Huh? But what did you, you know? I, I can I can I I have a little pun that I thought of. Yeah. What? You went from the green to the silver screen. It's <laughs> not a pun. I think so, that's a poem. That's a that's it's, it's a poem. It's, it's a bad. Do you know Billy Collins? Billy Collins. Yeah. No. Okay. Anyway. Poet Laureate, he's going to be my next guest. Oh, really? And he wrote poems about, he's written a couple of poems about golf. But oh, anyway, wow. he's, uh, you know, anyway. Uh, so, so you come to Hollywood, and I mean, I guess really let's just fast forward. Happy Gilmore. Where did it start for you? Where, where was the idea? What, what happened? Uh, uh, well, <clears throat> it, like I, I, started, I, I started the directing thing. And um, I had been doing TV for about two years, and Brian Grazer, who I knew and who was just just popping as a as a producer, he, they sent a script to me. This is when I was doing actually when I was acting in Moonlighting, directing too, and and uh, at that time when you were a TV, TV director, you weren't a movie director. Right, they were very separate. Yes. Up until just the last 15 years, right? But the only exception was Moonlighting because it was so crazy and so filmic and so great that huh. you could get over. So I, I, uh, uh, I had directed a couple movies, and uh, one of them was for, for Bob Simon's Problem Child was the name of it. Okay, and, I remember that. I, and, I related to that, actually. And I get a... I get then that that was that was that was Macaulay. Who was that? No, no, that was uh, oh, that was the little redhead. Yeah, the little yeah. Crazy I John deeply Ritter. related to that. Yeah. Who was it? John John Ritter was in it. John Ritter. Yeah, oh, R.I.P. So uh, uh, when uh, I, the next movie I did was for the Zucker Brothers okay. called Brain Donors, and it was a flop, terrible, mm. just a big flop. And while I was casting it I had seen this guy Chris Farley in Chicago at Second City and so I called back and I said you got it's it. a comedy you club or something it. no, it's uh, Second City is the big improv okay right Bill Murray came from there too yeah, really everybody came huh. from there let's go there yeah <laughs> and and uh, um, 
So I called, I said, we gotta get this guy. And then right after that, SNL did their sweep through and grabbed him. And then I brought in two guys to the Zucker brothers uh, who were producing. um, And they turned one down, one of them they turned down, he was on a variety show on on, uh, TV. I I put the tape in and they just watched like two seconds of him and they go, He's too TV. He's not. I go, really? He's really funny. And they go, he's too TV. No. Huh. I brought another guy in four times. <laughs> and they turned, he wasn't famous at all. And they turned him down every time. Right. So that was a flop. Now I'm cold again. But a year goes by. I get a call. Not working for a year. No, I did t- went back to TV. Right. So... Uh, I get a call. There's a script coming to your house. They're just about to shoot this movie. They're like five weeks away. And uh, go in nine o'clock and pitch yourself. I go, okay, whatever. I get the script. It was, it was kind of all over the place, but funny and fun. So I, I have like 10 pages of notes. Go over to Universal walk in the door and Sandler's there and his couple guys with him, Jack Garaputo, his partner. And And do you know him at this point? Is he famous? He was the guy brought in four times (laughs) on brain donors. Right. Who they turned down four times. Turned him down four times. Right. Oh, by the way, the TV guy that they turned down, Uh, Jim Carrey. Oh, yeah, he really had a bad career, huh? We could have had, we literally, for, for 50 grand, we could have had no. Sandler and Jim Carrey. And if we'd been lucky, Farley. That's but incredible. Yeah, but they've said no, no, no. So wow. I walk in the door, and Sandler goes, you! And I go, you! And uh, <laughs> now he had just done Billy Madison. Sure, oh, right. That was the first big movie, right? Yeah, that was yeah. his first big one, yeah. And, and so... Uh, everybody goes, Who? how do you know each other? And I go, I go, I brought, and he goes, don't say, I, he said, he brought me in four times and I thought for sure I was going to, every time I got, I'd call everybody up, I'm going in again, I've got the job. I'm yeah. going in again, I got the job. And he said, and he I said, I tried. And he goes, I know you tried, I know you tried. And he said, you stood up for me, I'm standing up for you, you're doing the movie. Whoa. And what movie was that? Happy Gilmore. That was Happy Gilmore. Yeah. And I take my 10 pages of notes and I go, <laughs> <laughs> I put them, I hid them behind my back. Because Sandler I, wrote it. Yeah. And I go, the only fucking thing I can do now is lose the job. By right. Giving right. My, I've <laughs> got the job. Shut up. <laughs> Shut right. <the> up. <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So. But that's him too. You know, he's you stuck that guy. He is that. Did he really say that though? Did yes. he really say, you stuck up for me, I'll stick up for you? Well, that kind of warms my heart. Yeah. Oh, he's the most loyal guy. Yeah. Yeah. So I've, I've been lucky enough to meet him once or twice. And we did talk a little bit about Happy Gilmore. Because, I mean, as a golf fan, there aren't enough movies out there, you know? Right. Yeah. And I remember I. I I could have easily known that he wrote it because it says it on there. But I remember he told me that it was, to some extent, his uh, story. Is that true? What, what do you understand about the writing of the screenplay? I don't know anything about that. <laughs> All I know is that it was there. There it was. Right. And, uh, uh, you know, I remember my one big note when we got together up in, in Vancouver was I, I... Is it where you shot it, the location? Yeah, and I, I sent him, I go, I just... I said, it's great, but I said, it's too many, there are too many disparate little sketches, Mm. which was sort of Saturday Night Live thinking. Sure. I said, we need a through line. We got it. It's really funny, but we're we're missing something that's going to drive it to the end, you know? And so we go back and forth and he goes, well, you know, we want to get, you know, grandma's going to lose her house. And I go, great, fine. That's it. That's all we need. Yeah. Grandma's got to lose the house. So hang everything on that, and you got to get Grandma's house back. That's just hang everything on it, and and let's go. And what we what we would do is, and literally it was like five weeks. Incredible. That guy had been up there. They'd been scouting, and they had they had offices set up and everything. They just didn't have a director. So I went down. That uh, that was like on a Thursday. On Friday, 
I fly down to Dallas. Is it the Memorial? Uh, the tournament there? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I fly down there, and I've got now an everything pass. Right, right. And uh, Oh, so you were working in a little bit conjunction with the PGA Tour? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I, didn't, I assumed not, because you only mentioned... They, we, we couldn't do anything. We couldn't, uh, we couldn't name... We had to make up our own Yeah, yeah you call it... Stuff. What do you call it? The tour? I think just the tour. Yeah, yeah, in the movie? Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, so I went down there, and I shot, like, for two days. Walked all around, you know, inside the ropes. What was the purpose? So that I could see golf differently than I'd ever seen it before. Ah, you've seen it as an amateur. Or, and or, I was a guy watching on TV, but yeah. I never had to shoot, you know, I wanted to see where they put the camera, you know, where do they have their camera, everything that I didn't know. So I just shot. You know, yeah, because in the, I just watched the movie again, obviously, I've seen it many times, I love it, it's one of my favorites. But actually the quality of golf photography that you accomplished is very good because a lot of people win, um, you know, Emmys, for golf broadcasts and they consider it one of the hardest sports to photograph uh, as far as like broadcasts. So yeah. I was, yeah. I was, I was like, wow, they did a really good job. I was wondering, cause you didn't have drones back then. How did you do the ones where you cable. would cable 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 cam? That was brand new. Cable at that time. cam. Cause so the, the ball down. Yeah. 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 So he, he has this one famous shot of when he hits the ball into the house early on. Right. Yeah, that, that was the cable. So you follow the ball from the yard of Grandma's house all the way to the neighbor's house, Through 400 yards, and quote. Stuff, yeah. And, you know, so I, was, I saw that and I was like, whoa, there was no drone. There was no, that definitely wasn't a chopper. <laughs> cable. Yeah, that's Fascinating. that thing, that cable cam, which I don't even know if they, I, those people are probably out of business. I think they use it for the NFL. I think they use it for the NFL. Yeah, they do. It's it only recently, though. Yeah. Um, okay, so. So then I, I, so I did like a couple days there, and the one, the one, the one big takeaway I had on that, which I just was, is, is what an amazing, lonely, fucking sport that is, as a, as a, as a pro golfer. Sure. You know, for us, just go hack around and have some fun. Yeah. But that, that it's, you know, the guys, you know, the seven, the seven o'clock guys. Yeah. We're just going through, and there's still dew on the grass and stuff. Yeah. And, man, it is. If there's a meritocracy, such a thing as a meritocracy, that comes as close to it as anything, I think, because there's no outside circumstances. It isn't like tennis. Tennis isn't a meritocracy because, you know, if you're just starting out, you face Federer in the first round. Right. So Federer can affect how you move up in right. the tennis world. So baseball, football, any, but anything else. But this game, like if I walked out today and started hitting, you know, shooting 66 every round I ever shoot, I could be playing on the, on the Pro Tour. Sure. Simply based on me. Yeah. And, and the enormous pressure that these guys go under through, because I know you're doing that, the, the, you did the yeah the be the ball thing yeah yeah uh, it's it, it's it's amazing it's yeah. an astonishing thing and that's that that really knocked me out we didn't put that in the in the Happy Gilmore but it was the thing about golf that I thought boy oh boy this is head and heart yeah well it's uh, what they say a lot of the time is it's like a blue collar situation you are your independent contractor if you don't play well you don't make any money. There's no contracts. Yeah. And even with your sponsorships, they'll make money based on their progress. So it's really, I, I agree with you. I, I found that and I thought, that's insane. You guys, um, it's so unusual uh, compared to any other professional sport. You're, you're completely alone. You have no team, quote unquote. Right. You, know, you have a right. caddy who's sort of like your hype man. And you're just, yeah. you're just yeah. trying not to lose. <laughs> trying not to beat yourself. Yeah. And you're going through hotels, and if you're not making money, they suck. A lot of these guys are sleeping in, they take RVs on the PGA Tour. There's a whole group. Anyway, it's very interesting, yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I was just talking to my son last night, who just two weeks ago had Tommy John surgery. He's a pro ball player. Yeah. Uh, he, he was going, man, because he's losing the whole baseball season this year. The Diamondbacks, he, he's a minor leaguer, but they kept him. They didn't drop him. Right. And... 
he said, man, dad, every day, this is going to be like 10 months of rehab. And he goes, every day I have to go in there. And I go in there and I see that I have to walk to the stage at the spring training facility. So he hears guys' names being called out in the game. Right. And he's like a step away from that. But now he's a year and a step away from that. And he said, I'm just like fighting every day. I'm just like, I put my head down and I'm just going to get through this day. He said, I don't even know if they're going to, he said, it's great that they kept me on salary. They didn't cut me. Right. But he said, I don't know what's going to happen at the end. Are they going to cut me? Do I have a job when I get back, when I come back from surgery? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? And I said, just remember the thing we've always said, baseball is an individual team sport. Right. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, it's the same. So um, do you think, I mean, I guess, you know, when you, when you watch Happy Gilmore, when was the last time you saw it? Did you see last it? Last time, I watched it last you night. You watched it last yeah. night? Okay, good. I was hoping. And I hadn't seen it in, I'd seen bits of it here and there, so, but I hadn't seen it all the way through in a right. long time on my new Sony. It you got a beautiful, for those of you at home, if you're in LA, <laughs> call Dennis to watch a movie because his screening room is professional. <laughs> well, it, uh, uh, I just, te I texted Sandler after, after I, uh, this morning and I said, hey, I'm doing this, this, this golf podcast. And, and I said, so I watched Happy last night for the first time in years. And I said, if we shot it tomorrow, I don't know what we'd change. Whoa. It's, you know, because a lot of times you look at it and you go, oh, fuck, we had to do that. This was, this is funny. It's this so, good. so good. I forgot how good it was. Really, that was my experience of just watching it. And not only it's funny, there's, there's a, do you have a favorite quote? You from, eat pieces of shit. I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. You eat pieces of shit for breakfast? It's so good. The, the one that I get a lot is, the price is wrong, bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did, did Barker uh, balk at that? Or was he like... No, he was, he was, you know, he was, he was completely on board with that. Would, would CBS give him a problem with that? The price is no, wrong, bitch. Like, nobody, doesn't nobody, CBS own that? No, nobody was... Uh, it was fine. He it was, was a different time. <laughs> yeah, people couldn't be offended. There were some offensive things. But, you know, I guess, you know, among all the quotable lines, I mean, I'll just really read off a few if you don't mind, like, tap it and tap, tap. Yeah. There are so many things that you, they live beyond the film. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, like, there are these quotes that just <laughs> literally go beyond it. Um, more time in the sand than Hasselhoff. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you he know thinks I mean? that's funny, so he does it again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, uh, somebody's closer. You, know, you hear these on golf courses over and over and over again, you know? Um, and uh, so, but but I think one of the things that, you know, because a movie isn't just comedy. You need to have something real. And Grandma's House is important. But for me, what I think I really connect to the most is this kind of, this theme that maybe even is more prescient now than it was when it was made, which is like, who is golf for? Like who's playing this game? And you have this amazing culture clash that I think is just sort of really starting to hit its boil right now. It seems to be happening. I don't know where you're at on 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 the current events of golf, but was it sixteenth at the there you go. The 16th at Waste Management is a great example because here Adam Sandler takes his first tee shot. Happy stands up on the tee, right. and he's like four feet behind the ball, and he tells everyone to get louder. <laughs> and that's happening now. Yeah. Yeah. So at what point were you, were you, when you started, you know, working on this, were you like, this is crazy? Cause you knew golf. Yeah. Were you like, this is crazy. Or were you like, it could get there. I just thought it was fun. Right. I just thought it was fun and funny and, and, and I didn't care what happened. It just really? seemed so rule breaking and so much about like, you know, the haves versus the have nots. Right. Cause so, but to your understanding, did Sandler, I mean, I guess I don't want you to speak for on his behalf, but I mean, w was he, you know, cause I didn't really realize that he played a lot of golf. And when he said that it was kind of based on, on to some extent him liking both hockey and golf and having that kind of experience of golf culture being, you know, kind of reserved. Right. Right. Um, you know, was that something that like, really that was just sort of a byproduct of, of what you guys thought was funny? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I think yeah, when you're talking about, when you're talking about the quotes, yeah, 
two years ago, my, my son originally played with the Phillies, and then he, and then he became a free agent. And he signed with the Cubs, okay. like two two seasons ago. So he he says to me, you know, because everybody always says, you know, every time he gets announced, they go, his dad is a Hollywood, you know. So. Oh, that would be annoying. Yeah, well, yeah. And so I said, I said it is annoying, whatever. I said, but it is also something that separates you. So that's that's good in terms of mm. PR. So. Yeah. But he said he was just about to go to spring training with the Cubs, and he said, "Dad, I just hope that they don't know that you're my dad." No offense. And I go, "I completely get it. You want to prove?" Like, I, the I could thing. be OJ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes. He 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 uh, uh, he he gets down there. And he plays about two weeks. And they call him up to play in the the major league game. And he he calls me and he says, "I'm going up to the going over to the big club today." I go, "Great." So he walks on to the field, and Jake Arrieta comes over to him. Ooh, I watched him says, throw a no hitter against the <laughs> Dodgers. He says, uh, "He says, uh, uh, hey Kelly, Jake." And he goes, "Hey," and he goes, "Let me ask you a question: Is your did your dad do Happy Gilmore? And he goes, yeah. And he goes, that's cool. And then the whole two hours of, of warming up, because every, every athlete has seen this movie sure. 38 times. Sure. They all know all of those lines. Right. Right, he right. said the whole time there, everybody just shouting out Happy Gilmore. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, does, he, does your son love the movie? Yeah. He does, right? Yeah. Oh my God! What? Um, you, so you're in the film, and you play the PGA Tour right. commissioner, if you will. Right. Did you meet? Was Tim Finch in the commissioner at the time, or was it Dean Beeman? No, I didn't meet anybody. You didn't meet anybody. I didn't meet anybody. In fact, uh, we kept trying to get people, and you know, we had we had not very much money, like eleven million bucks to make the movie, Bummer. and very few. By the way, eleven million now. You can make 27 movies. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and pocket a mill. Yeah, and you, and you could still have a million for 10 degrees. So, so uh, uh, we were trying to get people, but the problem with that part was because it was such a cheap movie, we had to like bring a person in, mm. shoot all their stuff, and then get rid of them. Yeah. So we didn't pay hotels and per diem and that stuff. So we were yeah. constant. But the one part... I do that with Jeff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like he's drinking free water. He's drinking water. That's yeah. all he gets. Oh, actually, you know, sorry to sorry. To, do you like cookies? Yeah. I brought a cookie for you. It's a paleo cookie. I brought one for me and you, and I can I can break off some for Jeff. It tastes like the real thing. It's it is so good. Don't worry, it's not. Okay. I'm fine. I make I make these at my house. I'll nice. Eat one, I'll eat one with you, so I'll you know I'm it. not. Uh, no sugar, no uh, artificial. Yeah. Anything. So we can't get it. The one the part, one part we couldn't mush together was that guy. So he was just going to have to come in and then shoot whenever we could get him. Right. So Bob Simons, one of the producers, says to me, he goes, why don't you play it? And I go, I I don't really feel like I'm old enough. And he goes, you're old enough. (laughs) I think you're, I I thought your, your character was actually very, uh, you know, you're, you're, um, it's good, right? Yeah. Good on the cookies. Dennis has his first bite of the paleo cookie. It's yeah, became maybe. a bit of a theme on the show. If you're a guest, you, you're paid in, uh, in cookies. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully you're not you know, diabetic or whatever. Um, but you, I think the, the way you played that role was very, you seemed very nice. You know, you, yeah. you're, you're sort of, you're sort of um, you know, slugger. A shooter has his own kind of, you know, agenda. Um, the, the thing I, the question I had for you though is, do you, are you aware of whether or not and I actually haven't looked into it, playing the ball off of uh, the large former boss of Happy, is that actually under, do you actually have to play it as it lies? I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know. Like, if it lands on someone's foot, I think you get a drop. But I like that, yeah. I like that, I liked that you just allowed the, to, to rely on the suspension of disbelief for that. Yeah. I really like that. You know, and, and, and even in, on the final hole of the tournament where it's he... I feel like Happy essentially uh, conducts what would be maybe the first trick shot ever in golf because now there's a whole slew of wonderful young athletes who are basically doing entertainment trick shots. They'll right, they'll right. hit them off a wall and then they 
you know, and there's yeah. even a guy on tour now who got famous for doing trick shots and now he plays on the PGA tour. He's playing well. He's very sick. He's very good. Wow. And so happy kind of does that for the first time. It's obviously, you know, play it as it lies would probably not come into the true ruling there. Right. 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 But I just loved that. It was like, <laughs> you know, we're going to just still do this. Yeah. And you it, know, Lee Trevino, when he was starting out, he, he, he worked at a driving range okay. and he would hustle he he would take a well, it wasn't a quart bottle but it was those bigger glass bottles of of Dr Pepper mm -hmm. the old big thicker ones okay and he yeah, that was like twenty cents he'd, he'd wrap it in tape okay and play a guy he'd he'd hit the ball and putt with the with the Dr Pepper bottle what. Yeah, you could play with clubs, and he'd toss the ball up and hit it with the Dr. Pepper bottle and then go down the thing and hit it again. <laughs> wow. That's, and he hustled. That's how he made money. He hustled with that. But to go back to the, uh, the idea of this comedy and the right. way comedy was in, what is it, 96, the year the movie came out? Somewhere there. Yeah. The, the way the comedy was constructed as a whole in films across the board, you know, it's, has, how has it been interesting for you as such a staple of like making these comedic films, both with at and without? You know, it's like how has that changed? It's, it's changed so much the way we ingest comedy and what we're looking for, and and even if you go back a decade or a generation before, comedy was different. How do you understand that? You know, as a person whose job it is to essentially make things funny, right? Yeah, I don't. To me, I don't think it's. I, it probably has changed, but of the. The funny stuff, funny doesn't change. Culture changes and references change. But you can, if you say, if it's funny, you're, it doesn't matter how old you are or what time it is. It's just funny. Right. And some stuff that isn't funny isn't funny. <laughs> and some stuff that is is right and i can't i i i started watching that cnn thing on comedy or whatever it was mm. on comedy the comedy comedians talk about comedy right the history of uh, comedy the yeah. history of boring <laughs> it's just like you can't it's it, uh, i can't really tell you what's different you know maybe uh, the, the one thing i can tell you is different is it's more dangerous now because you can't, you can't say stuff. Yeah. Yeah. How does that affect the That's future shitty. of comedy? People are fucking scared. <laughs> really? My, I'm scared. Yeah. Yeah. My, my, uh, uh, a, a, a good buddy of mine, Chris Mazzilli, who runs Gotham, owns Gotham in New York, yeah. the comedy club. He said, it's like, God, people are like, you know, having to pull back. Really? Yeah. Even on stage? Yeah. Cause yeah. Wow. Did you see Chappelle's new uh, bit on Netflix? No, that I haven't. Is, ooh, you got to watch it. Uh, it's called, uh, what's it called? Uh, it Bird something? No, it's, uh, it's, it starts with an E, I thought. Chappelle. He, anyway, he did a new thing. Um, and the erection? Second, yeah, yeah, it's erection. That's what it's called. And it starts with an E. I don't know. I just took a shot. <laughs> yeah, I took a shot. <laughs> 71. Maybe 17, more like it. <laughs> Hey, Sklar Brothers here, Randy and Jason, and we have a couple of podcasts. If you you know them or you don't know them, check them out. We do View from the Cheap Seats, which is sports and comedy, and we have a podcast called Dumb People Town where we break down stupid behavior done by stupid people in this stupid world of ours. It is hilarious. Check them both out. And now, check out this podcast. So, no, his whole second episode is literally, he's just like railing on... All of this, the Time's Up, the Me Too movement, the Weinstein, the Louis, Louis, everything. But uh, and I was literally like, my eyes were like, first I, revelation. That's what it revelation. Was. Yeah, so I was right with the bird. You were right. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I was listening to episode two and I like turned the volume down because I didn't want my neighbors to be like, what the hell's wrong with this guy, you know? But yeah, it's interesting, you know. Um, but anyway, to move on from that, uh, you know, the other thing I thought of when watching the film again was '96, right? Where's Tiger Woods, right? He was a year away from winning the Masters, right? His first Masters. He was still an amateur. Was that 
did you think about that during the making of the film? Can you kind of go back into that time capsule that is the making of this film and look at like where was Tiger? You know, you've got um, you've got um, uh, oh, I'm forgetting his name. Come on, Wooden Hand. Oh, oh, uh, Carl Weathers. Yeah, Carl. You got Carl there. You know, you got your, one of the. You know, was that a big decision in the casting of the film? You know, you know what? We were up there. We were in Vancouver. And uh, still just desperately trying to get people to, to say yes. and um, To be in the movie. Yeah. To be in Happy Gilmore, what would become <laughs> one of the most quotable <laughs> golf movies ever. How funny is that, though? Yeah. When you're making a movie, are you like, this is going to be it? Or are you like, I don't know. No, we just, basically, all we're trying to do is figure out how to make it funny. Right, and that's just that's just what we did. Priority number one was it hard? It doesn't seem hard. Battling, you know, we, you know, you're battling all the elements of trying to make a movie, and and uh, um, the world doesn't doesn't exist for me when I'm directing. The world doesn't exist. Right, I have no idea what's. You going go into on. a blackout. Yeah, I'm yeah. just like, what are we doing here? You want to. Do you want me to, can you hear Should we let dog? the dog out? Shall I Let's let the dog, dog out. Hang on. Do you want to freeze it? Or does, you can, no, we'll happen? just keep it going. We'll okay. let the dog out. I should have brought my dog. I have a little oh, yeah, dog, but I'm, I'm not going to just... Jeff, you want to jump on the mic and do some freestyle? <laughs> Jeff's here. We're going to... So, so we're in Dennis's house. Dennis is an artist as well. You would most liken his work to probably an Ed Ruscha. I'm looking at a, a, a painting on the wall that says, Perfect... And then there's another frame next to it that has a T in it. And so he's sort of into puns and play on words, and I love it. We got to go into his studio before we filmed, before we started doing the podcast, because we weren't sure what location to do it in. Obviously, I wanted to do it in the kitchen because I wanted to deliver the paleo cookie, which is a huge portion of the show. Hashtag paleo cookie for those of you at home. Oh, uh, you should talk a little bit about how Happy Gilmore's kind of influenced you as a, you know, right. Right, Jeff. Yeah, so uh, what's the dog's name, Dennis? Uh, that Peaches doing the screeching. Peaches is screeching. And Bill is uh, <laughs> Bill's with him. That's Taco there. Taco. Taco is uh, blind. Has has Holy both blind? both eyes are wow. gone. That's a do you ever? That's a blind Taco. I never thought of that. It's sort of like a, it feels like a mystery meat at the, uh, at the taco place. <laughs> Trust me, <laughs> the taco place. <laughs> Trust me is the name of the taco joint. Omakashi taco. I love it. Do you love Japan? Uh, I haven't been. What? Never. Come with me. I'm going been. in. I'm going in two weeks. What are you doing? Where, where We're going we? to film. Um, so you may not know. There's a. There is a. Ooh, can I say it on the podcast? What am I doing? Contractually. Contractually, I'm allowed to say what I'm doing. We're going to film with a wonderfully uh, storied golf club manufacturer in Japan. And so, you know, obviously, they spend their time making things the right way. So we'll get to go inside the ropes, if you will, of this oh, sort cool. of yeah family that makes golf clubs. I'm pretty excited. Anyway, I mean, the, the, the invitation's open. Are they like the... The, the the guy who made the swords for Kill Bill. Well, very similar. The golf club. Yeah. The so there's one. there's a neighborhood. Oh, the there's an one. area a few hours south of Tokyo where all of the steel forgeries are based, and it's called Himeji. It's a small town on the ocean there, and um, they yeah they they make a lot of samurai swords. They make a lot of other things that are forged, like pipes, I guess, or I don't know, but as well golf clubs. So nice. Yeah, oh, that's gonna be cool. It'll be cool to go. I I can't. I don't want to say too much about that because you know, <laughs> then you might not watch the show, and that's obviously very important. <laughs> but 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 actually, no. To go back to that, there is a link. Tiger Woods, right? What what how, was he on your mind? No, no. Did you know who he was? I can't remember if I. No, probably not. Probably not. Um, did you ever hear from him at all at any point about the film or anything like that? No, right. never heard. Never heard. I haven't actually. I haven't interfaced with any golfers. Okay. Pro. Dude, I feel like you could walk in and the red carpet would get rolled out. Seriously, <laughs> you could go to any PGA Tour event and be like, "Yeah, yeah." Only one person directed Happy Gilmore, and it's not anyone else but me. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, we were talking about casting. Yeah. Um, they, 
Carl Weathers' agent called because we had no, we hadn't thought. I, 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 I can't remember what our thinking was on on Chubbs. How did he get that name? I have a cookie in my mouth. I don't right know. Now. How did Chubbs? Was that just know. Sandler's? That was whatever. That yeah. was those guys. The, w- w- his agent called and said, "Oh, you know, Carl is in uh, Seattle, and he'd love to come up and read." And I go, "Okay." You know, because I didn't know him as a comedian. Right. I just knew him from Rocky, you know, and stuff. So, Right. He was in Rocky. Yeah. Apollo Creed. Was that Apollo Creed? Creed? Wow. So I'm thinking. I totally spaced on that. That's like literally my world. My brain just actually broke. (laughs) Yeah. So I I went, okay. okay." You know, the agent was in. It wasn't that I didn't like him as an actor. I just did. We didn't. I didn't picture him. Yeah, you'd never seen him in that. Guy. So I went. Yeah, okay. So, so then like, whatever. Two days later, he's come. We're having a session, and I go, and Carl Weathers is coming. And Sam was like, oh, and I go, the agent said he loves the movie, and he and he's driving himself up here to do it. And right. I go, let's just give him the courtesy because he's a real actor. Right. Let's give him the courtesy of doing it. So he reads it, and we go, that's the guy. Brilliant. <laughs> that's, Brilliant. That's the guy. Who else were you looking at for the role of Chubbs? I can't remember, but uh, I, I remember we wanted uh, uh, Chris McDonald for Shooter. Yeah. And and uh, so first he read it, and then he said, yeah, 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 I think I'll do it, you know? And mm-hmm. we were excited because of him. And then and he said, no, I'm a golfer, too, you know, which was a lie. Um, <laughs> but he actually looks like he looks. He, he actually got to looking. His swing looks pretty good. Yeah, legit. Yeah. So he. Uh, uh, By the way, everyone then, says they're a golfer. I did a casting recently, and they're like, "I'm a great golfer." Yeah. And I looked yeah. at the swing. And I was like, "Oh my god, I actually can't look at that." You, you owe me five dollars for watching your swing. So he goes. Uh, uh, um, calls the the agent calls and says, "No, he can't do it." Why? So I call him and I go, I thought you want to do this movie. And he goes, look, I just did two in a row. I've been on location two in a row. I've got a wife and kid. I can't. I, he said, I just can't be away again. And I go, dude, just, uh, uh, it's summer. Yeah. We'll rent you a house on the, we had no money. Look at you. We had no money and I had no authority to do this. Look at you. And I go, but, but we're like. Just spinning plates. We're like six <laughs> days away from shoot. Six and days? Something like that, yeah. Oh like, my and, God. And, he, and I go, I go, we'll rent you a house on the water there. It's beautiful. And you have a summer vacation. You play golf with right. Adam and you fucking go back to your family at night. <laughs> and there you go. And he goes, really? And I go, yeah. Right. And, Amazing. Uh, and uh, wait, so that's a huge, like, uh, moment. Yeah. That that affected the world. Yeah. Because Shooter McGavin, in some ways, is one of the most um, hated <laughs> hated characters in golf. But also, he's kind of loved because he's so hateable. Yeah. We love to hate. So uh, I uh, so I hang up. He goes, "I'm doing it." Right. I go, "Great." Yeah. So I go back. Simon's and Sam's. I go, "How'd you do it?" I go. Great. He's doing it. And they go, yes, he's doing it. And I go, Bob, come here. Yeah, <laughs> small thing. I go, I promised him a house on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and Simons was very cool. Just yeah. goes, yep, All right. we'll do it. We'll get it. All right. Here's another shooter thing. So the whole time we're doing that, guys are, uh, you know, because we're always standing around. People have golf clubs and golf balls and we're sure. around greens and stuff. So. People are betting on chipping and putting and doing this and that. It was right. always constantly that. So we get to the final hole, and there were certain places where I said, okay, we're going to... You know, we had all different ways to get the ball to go in the hole. Sure. Obviously, you got putts it, and then you, you, you roll it. They had a... They created a... Uh, Oh yeah, a little roller, a little ramp, tra- a little ramp. Yeah, like so a they, stint meter. Yeah, they could work on that, and they could get any putt to go in. Right, but I noticed there were some putts that were, you know, a shooter hits it and it's not going in, but then you cut and it goes, it goes <laughs> yeah. in. And I kind of loved that. I was wondering if that bothered you. No, no, you don't care. No, yeah, no. 
But uh, you're all, uh, I love that you're just so like, I, nah, I don't care. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. So, but sometimes I'd go, okay, we're sitting here until you, you get it in. We're going to shoot this, this 30 footer, we're getting in. You know, Whoa, that could take a while. Yeah, yeah. We just do it. Right. And this was filmed too. It wasn't taped. So you had to, like, you know. You were burning dollars. So, yeah, we're burning bucks. So, uh, uh, we get to the last hole, and, and so his putt that he's got to make before the tower crashes down right. is like 45 feet or something. And I go, uh, I go, you were going to shoot until you get this. And he goes, Did you okay. actually use it as a one in the film, though? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, because uh, I, I didn't want to be, because that, that's fake. You yeah. Know? I, just, I wanted it to, to seem real, because right. it actually was. So, there... And I said, do whatever you do. So the Greens guys were doing, our, our guys probably, so they rolled it, you know, they, they, they basically almost were trying to make a, like a, a funnel a track right, yeah, right, right. for it. That's so and funny. And so he's probably working. So, I need that. You know, there's like 500, 600 extras for this thing. You know, so I'm going, uh, I go, hey, I don't think you can do this in 15 Putts. Okay. And I said, so I'm setting the over under for anybody who wants to bet at 15, and I'm taking the over. Right. So people start, crew guys start coming up and betting. I'm covering bets now. Right. And I'm going, going, it's like. This is the true story of how you made your millions. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I go, uh, I go, uh, uh, I got up to like $1,600 that I'm betting on this thing. And ragging him, just ragging him as he's missing by five, six feet. Right, you know, right. And so then we get going. We start, you know. And I'm rousing the crowd up. And right. I, you know, get in. And uh, he gets to eight. Right. And I go, now, Chris, you got to, here's the thing about this one. You can't think, oh, I've missed eight and I only have seven left. Oh, jeez. You can't do that. Yeah. So don't think like that. Yeah, don't you know? do that. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, how many people think he's going to make this one? And people go, no, I go, no, no, no chance, whatever. So finally, about 12, oh. he hits it. He drops it. Drops it. From downtown. The place goes fucking crazy. Yeah. And he, if you watch, he goes crazy and he goes, he goes, and he goes, take that, you know, and he's yeah. and just like, he went nuts. Perfect shooter. Know? Yeah, and and uh, so, well, the movie comes out, whatever. Six months later, I'm having dinner with Brian Grazer, okay. and he says, hey, I got a funny story to tell you. What? And he goes, well, we had Chris McDonald in the office the other day, and he doesn't know I know you. So oh he God. starts telling this story, and he says, you know, I'm doing Happy Gilmore, and I guess I really pissed him off, you know. So he said, I'm, do- he said, I'm doing Happy Gilmore, and he says, the director is, like, betting against me on the last hole, and uh, he's, he's rabble-rousing the crowd, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to sink this pot. Right, and all he's doing is giving me shit and getting the crowd going. And he said, "I finally, when I hit, because he, he said I beat him." He said, "When I did that, he said I went nuts, and the crowd went nuts, and it just was crazy. It was crazy." And he said, "I was so happy that I beat." And and Grazer said, "So in other words, what you're telling me is he was doing his job." <laughs> and he said, "Chris looked, and at that moment, Chris got what I was doing." Whoa. <laughs> That's amazing. But if you see it, man, he goes nuts at the end. Take that! Right. That was to me. Yeah, I guess on some level, as a director, you're kind of like a psychologist for like a zoo. Yeah. <laughs> you're, like trying to, you're trying to reason with a lion. Because <laughs> you know, he went on to have like quite a, you know, like... Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, but he went on to have a career, but... Yeah only really known in the public eye as shooter. Like, I mean, if he went anywhere, it's like, they're a shooter. They're a shooter. You know, and he, and he owns up to it. I mean, his whole social media, have you followed up with it? Yeah, he his, loves the movie, embraces it. Yeah, he embraces it. Do, do you uh, guys interface at all now? I see him every once in a while right. talking about me. He wasn't, it wasn't like we were like, he was like, you know, because there have been actors uh, that I've worked with who, who hate me. Sure, no, no, I didn't, I didn't get that. You, you're not going to, you're, you're not going to, uh, 
you're not, I'm never, you're never going to defeat that. Right. But, um, I try to be really nice. I try to have everybody have a good time and stuff. But in this case, I was just getting the, getting the atmosphere right. Right. <laughs> it was really, yeah, it's so, so perfect. I guess, you know, I mean, uh, one thing I definitely want to make sure that I say at least is thank you, you know, because, um, you know, on some level, Happy Gilmore probably paved a way for me to even become, to a large extent, who I even am today, you know, because there was a long time where I didn't play golf, I hated golf, and watching Happy Gilmore, in a sense, made me feel like, oh, I actually do maybe belong in this weird corner, you know what I mean? And it, <laughs> right. and it set up like a, a dress code, um, you know, uh, kind of like a, like a status quo like a, like a new status quo right. for potentials around along all those lines, you know? And, yeah. and, uh, I just, yeah, I just, it's, it's really cool to look back on something that happened 20 something years ago that was more, um, you know, what's it called when something kind of tells the future? Prescient. I think, yeah. Pre- yeah. Is that, yeah. That's Futur- what, oh yeah. no. Futuristic. Futuristic. Yeah. Uh, premonition. Premoni- premonition. It's the word. No. When something is foreshadow. a foreshadow, foretell. Foreshadows. I don't know. Futuristic. You <laughs> now you're not in the WGA, Dennis. Relax. You're in the DGA. <laughs> Derelict. I gotta put that dog in the gym. We're gonna, okay, the Let's dog's go going to the gym. gym. I'm gonna look at my notes. Yeah. Uh, the price is wrong, bitch. <laughs> That's my favorite note. That's my favorite quote. Jeff, what's yours? Uh, the uh, what's with the gator? Remember? Yeah. It's the Yeah. That's not a quote though. Nonverbal quotes aren't quotes, dude. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, did you eat one of the acid-laced cookies? Because you're not making any... I just love when he, when he hits the... Remember, he's using the hockey, the hockey stick and hits the hand, Chubb's hand. Yeah. And then he goes, yep, nice to meet you. Uh, the hand's missing. I always get Chubb's hand. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. I feel like we're pretty good. I'm, oh, also, does anybody else have a weak fingers? Remember Ben Stiller in the, uh, weak the fingers? old woman song? Oh, yeah. Remember the they're yeah. getting, and the yeah. woman, my fingers hurt. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to do laundry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when, where was Ben Stiller's career at right then? Yeah, that was like before there's something about Mary and all those things. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I think we're pretty good, right? When, when Dennis comes back, I think we're just going to say goodbye. Yeah. Right? I mean, what else do we have? Um... Yeah. Oh, I got a, I got one thing to talk about. Um, yeah, I was actually wondering. Oh, I have a question here. How many takes did it take to sink the putts? So we already answered that without even... Sandler's great, by the way. And, you know, I invented the, the hockey putter. You invented that? Yeah, for the, for the movie. Okay. Uh, and uh, I had him make it. Odyssey made it. And then... Yeah, I noticed that. And we brought it, and I gave it to Adam, and he, I go, this, how, how cool would this be? And he goes... That's great, and he liked the loved the idea. And then you get it down. You just think about this huge chunk of metal, right? On that, you just it's impossible. Oh, it's actually harder. Yeah, it's like a big gate, yeah, down there. So you know, so that's why he got farther down the handle. Right? Is that a legal grip? I wonder about. Yeah, you can. I wonder if you're allowed to hold it like that. (laughs) So many putter rules. I don't know, but anyway, so he. he he it, it, he went. Oh, that's great, but look what you've done to me now. I yeah. do. And he got he got really good. Who could that be? Mess up his golf game. Who's calling? Maybe it's Sandler. No, it's somebody. Maybe he knows. I want a cruise. Maybe he he want a cruise. He want a cruise. Let's see who's calling. You gotta tell him you're recording, or else I gotta, or else it's illegal. You can say hello. I'm recording. Hello. You gotta tell him. Oh, dial tone. Fuck you. <laughs> It's so much. It's, 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 it's people's life on the ranch with yeah. Dennis. Dennis. I'm gonna answer that. Fuck you. I'm gonna answer the phone like that from now on. Now, usually I do it like I, I like I do it like a, a mentally challenged person. <laughs> I go, oh my god. I go, Mister Dugan, and I go, what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what did you want to sell me? I need a feeding tube. <laughs> That's what I'm looking yeah. for. <laughs> Got that? I'm in. <laughs> there you go. Uh, if you're offended, please email Jeff. Uh, yeah. Jeff. <laughs> with a G. Um, with a G. Joffrey. Um, Joffrey, exactly. Yeah, he's British, but he hides it behind an English-American accent. Um, 
I mean, that's pretty much all I got. Um, you know, well, you got notes, though. I got a couple Dennis things. Dennis got some notes. I just want to tell you some things, because there's, in, in case we forgot. I eat pieces of shit thing. like you for breakfast. Oh, this is one. This is one that was cool. Uh, they, you know, they were writing. They would write at night when okay. we were prepping. Okay. And so basically we were a 24-hour-a-day enterprise. Right. They, him and Apatow came up. Really? Yeah. What was and, he doing at and, the time? Uh, I don't know, writing, Just doing stuff. Trying to make they money. Were, he and Adam were roommates. No shit. Yeah. At the time of the movie? Originally. No, originally. Oh. And, and uh, so Apatow came up and stuff. And so they were writing, and they would, they would write all night. Right. So a lot of drugs. So at 6 o'clock in the morning, I would go over there. Because they now they had written and then they would go across the street to um, to the uh, breakfast place and have breakfast and then go to bed. What? So I would go over to breakfast and they would give me the pages. Right. And so during the day when I was prepping, I would read the pages and I'd make notes. And then before uh, before uh, dinner, when they'd be up for dinner, I'd go to dinner with them. I'd give them my notes. Uh-huh. Uh, how is this possible? The, that she got the dogs back in. I don't know. There's a lot of dog action going on here. <laughs> dogs are here. You can't. Yeah. What are you going to do? We love dogs. Um, so uh, that's the way we do it. Right. 24 hours a day. Right. It's like a uh, rewrites, sweat, sweat whatever, factory. New pages, rewrites, yeah. old pages. Marcella! Yeah. Some, well, where are the Los Perros? Someone's going to yell that. Where are oh, the peros? He just I, said. I put the peros in the gym. He Could put you the. Go just get them because they're making too much ruido. Ruizo. Parami. Parami. Oh, okay. Thanks. Got to keep those peros in check, eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and let's see. Yeah, so it was around the clock. It was like a, it was like a meth addled. That, that was really cool. That, were they, how were they staying up all night, though? They would just stay up because well, they'd sleep in the day. Right. Why wouldn't they just work in the day? I don't know. Oh, because, because they're you used to know. from Saturday Night Live, and that's what they uh, were used to. That they were used. To, that's the rhythm that they worked under. Right. Um, uh, oh, one of the. Uh, How did Lee Trevino come on board? We just called him. Yeah. And asked him, and he did it. And then uh, you know, I went. To, he wasn't actually in Vancouver. I went down there and shot all his stuff in Florida in like two days. No shit. Just all separate, all his stuff. And uh, I said to him, because he was talking about the fact that everybody comes to him for stuff and asking him to, to, to do stuff. And, and I go, how come you're doing a movie? Because nobody, he said, nobody ever asked me. And he said, I thought it'd be cool to do. Oh, that's cool. He couldn't have been nicer. He's a very nice guy. What, oh, yeah, well, you probably know him. Yeah, I met him, yeah. Him and George Lopez are good friends. And Lopez, when he and I met, Lopez said, uh, hey, man, why me, you, and Lee Trevino should go to Scotland. And I was like, um, yeah, let's, let's do that. And, you know, it's obviously it's kind of hard logistically to set up, yeah. you know, three people who are pretty busy to go to Scotland. But it'd be fun, right? But he's got his own plane. Uh, one of them does. Yeah, I don't. Does, it's Lee not does. me. Yeah, I know Lee that. Does. <laughs> Lee does. <laughs> yeah, Lee. Uh, Lee playing Vino. Oh, hey, you can do, you can do, I'll, I'll tell you my other two notes here in a sec. But you, you're, you're good at, you can talk your way into anything. You're like really cool. At I'm, I'm in your living room. Yeah, you did. You're my dining room. You didn't get, you dining had to walk room. through the living room. I had, did you see those velvet ropes? Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't cross them. <laughs> Alarms will go off. Uh, I, I, like playing, I like playing darts. Okay, yeah, I noticed. I saw some darts in there. And, and uh, the guy, the champion of all time is Phil Taylor. You know okay, he is? no. He's British. Okay. He's the British. He's the champion. Okay. He's the only. He's the only guy with multiple nine dart finishes. Wow. Well, I, I yeah. I, I need to do some research as soon yeah. as we're done because I don't know what a yeah. multiple nine dart finish is. Well, but. it's going from five hundred and one points down to zero in nine darts. Oh, I see. So it's like a perfect game in bowling or yeah, something. Perfect. Yeah. Right. Uh, um, so I'm going to England in uh, the end of summer. I want to get a lesson with Phil Taylor. How do I do that? How oh, that'd be good. How would, how would you do that? How do you, how do, you do your how would I do slimy, squizzly? Well, I mean, subject line, happy Gilmore director looking for. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think, well, I mean, it's so, I, I would probably, I mean, you love darts. Yeah. And so does he. Yeah. I think that's all you need. That's right. Okay, good. All right. So that we solved that one. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So that was, the, oh, 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 we hired, this may be, I, I can't remember, this might be the one where he goes, somebody's closer. Yeah. We hired, uh, there was one, it was the Sunday, it was like a few days before we were shooting, maybe the Sunday before we were shooting. Sandler calls me up about four in the afternoon. He says, meet me downstairs. So I go downstairs. We drive out to the driving range. He said, I got an idea for the way I'm going to hit the golf ball. <laughs> and I go, how? And he goes, what's this? And he goes, so then he runs up and hits it. What? And I go, you can do this? He did he, the Happy Gilmore? He did the Happy Gilmore. And he said, nobody had ever seen it before, but he had this idea for doing that. You know? Oh, my goodness. Because that wasn't like, it was like late in the game. That wasn't in the were, script. No. When he decided to do that. I mean, that's one of the most famous things about the movie. That's, yeah. that's the verb. I'm, I can't believe I forgot to bring that up. Yeah, yeah. Have well, you ever done that on a course? Yeah, I have videoed me doing it. I'm successful. I've done, you know, Patrick Harrington, you know, he's won a couple of different majors. He does it to practice. But didn't Rory or somebody... Rory's do, done it. Jordan Spieth do has done it. Somebody did it. They did it. Uh, they did it like sports science on it to see if it oh, was better <laughs> we should look into that i'm curious uh anyway so he that he showed me he showed me that that day right and then we were going to have people at some point we wanted to have a pro so that you know on some longer shots we could have a guy hit the ball and it, would, it could come into our camera right and see the actual ball flight yeah so uh we hired a guy and he comes out, we're out on the course doing something. He comes over and we go, hey, nice to meet you. And I said, I want to show you what he's doing. So if you want to practice, what? And he goes, what? And I go, this is what I do it. I said, do it, Adam. So Adam does it, you know. And he goes, can't do that. <laughs> I can't do that. He said, you can't, you, he said, you can't do that. And Adam goes, yeah, I can. And the guy goes, well, he said, no, you can't, you can't hit a ball like that. I said, well, just try it, you know, and the guy does it, and he goes, we were like 100 yards off the green, Yeah. and he goes up, and he hits it, dribbles it over here, and dribbles it over there, and Santa goes, not like that, and the guy goes, how? And Adam goes, well, like this, and he goes, and, goes, and he puts it like three feet from No. <laughs> no. That's unbelievable. Yeah. And I finally, and I, so the guy left, and I said, I don't think we need him. <laughs> right. Just, yeah, I think you got it, Adam. Good enough athlete. You don't need him. Jeff, do you have internet? Uh, do you have, do you know the Wi-Fi password, uh, Dennis? Do you know it? Yeah. What can you tell it to him so we can? I want to see oh, what I this. You can you see about this? Uh, does doing the Happy Gilmore, you know, the stats? Maybe there are stats online. Like what is it? What's that show called? Like prove it, prove it, prove me wrong. Science something. Mythbusters. Oh, the, here's the other thing that we did. That okay. We, the, we had no, uh, you know, again, no money and no time. So I get up there, and they have the whole production office, the art department has a big room, and they have this golf course that they photographed, and, say, and this golf course, and this golf for this tournament, and this one for this tournament, and that tournament, and whatever. And, you know, I'm going, yeah, yeah, because yeah, I'm like, I'm just saying yes to everything for a second while I get my bearings. You know? Right, right. And <laughs> I've read the script like three times. <laughs> I'm directing a movie. <laughs> so I go, uh, I finally go, hey, look, it's great what you've done, all these different golf courses. I said, there's no way we're traveling to this golf course and shooting this tournament. I said, a golf course is green. Yeah. <laughs> there are greens, there are fairways, there are trees, there's water. Yeah, and I said nobody. It's not the history of golf courses. So I said to him, I, I go, we're shooting, what we're shooting, where we're shooting, when we're there. Yeah, I like and that. We did stuff. We we got so good at it. You know, obviously, you know, you'd be dressed in the in the pink shirts for this tournament, and you'd be in the blue shirts as sure. the as the the uh, you know the Quiet silent silent, silent people, you yeah. know, whatever. Uh, but we did stuff like. We would we putted. There was one time when we had to get this putt. We're losing the light, and I said, "We got to get this. We got to get this. These two shots." And they go, "I don't know how we're gonna do it because we're supposed to be over there." I go, "Don't worry about that." So Adam is putting. Boom, boom, boom. He finally hits the putt, and the we had people standing right off camera. 
as soon as he hit the putt and does his celebration and stuff, I go cut, and the golf the golf greenskeeper guy comes out. He's got the the hole maker with the divot for the hole that was there. Pulls the plastic out, boom! Puts the hole in, taps it down. People put down two b white balls for the tee, and a new set of guys come Amazing. in, and we're shooting now off the green. Now we're shooting uh, off. Uh, we're shooting in the yeah, tee. Going again. C ninety. Amazing. But that's what we did. You know, if there was grass and a tree, we shot. I noticed that some tee boxes were not tee boxes, but it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Here's the. Uh, so we have some stats here. Let's see. So here I'll read this. In a sports science video from 2009, Patrick Harrington puts the happy Gilmore swing to the test to see if running start, if the running start really does produce more distance off the tee. Uh, it was just after he won the PGA, uh, a victory at the British in the PGA. As you can see, the happy Gilmore swing did produce a longer drive and more club head speed. He went from 107 to 114 miles per hour and resulted in 30 yards more distance off the tee. The key? Well, as Chubbs taught Happy, it's all in the hips. <laughs> That's amazing. The running start allowed Harrington more shoulder and hip turn, resulting in increased acceleration. The problem? Accuracy. Accuracy. Yeah, exactly. Are you reading this? How are you reading this? No. As stated in the video, the drivers being just one degree offline or a couple millimeters of the sweet spot can result in the ball being 20 yards offline. Story of my life. Um, all the moving parts of the swing that make it possible. Yeah, you know all this, right? Uh, for even more happy, go more fun, watch the below video of professional players trying out the swing at the 2013 Scottish Open. Phil Mickelson, Paul Casey. Um, yeah. So cool. Wow, that's amazing. You in, I mean, how cool is that? You invented a golf swing. Um, I mean, I guess, Dennis, that's it. I mean, you know, do you have anything else? Nothing. I'm done. All right, let's shut it down. Thank you what for listening, you everybody. Uh, Dennis, are you, are you, do you have like a, are you on social media? Yeah. You are? Yeah. What is it? Let people uh, follow my, you. Uh, uh, oh, you mean if I have a Twitter? Yeah, no, you I don't. don't. I knew it. I do, I do. You do? You don't know I don't know what it is. Then it's okay. I don't Then Twitter. you don't really have a Twitter. I'm on Facebook and Facebook? Instagram. What's your Instagram? Instagram. I don't know, Dennis Dugan, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, can right, you we'll find put, it? We'll you know put it in the episode. It? We'll put it in the episode. Where? Dennis, thank you it's for doing somewhere. Dennis is going to get an iPad or something. No, it's right here. He's going to go get his MacBook. <laughs> oh, here we go. You let us know. Oh, Follow yeah. Dennis on Instagram. Yeah, is, it, is it just pic what is it pictures of? Let's take a look before we tell people. Is this, uh, what, this my is Instagram? Yeah, what is it? I don't know. But I don't want people... I don't, you don't I want don't, people following you. I don't invite anybody. Yeah, on it's private. Anyway. All right, so All right, don't so follow enough. Dennis on Instagram. That was a good hey, talk. Tell him to come to my art show. In, come, in, oh, when's your art show going to be? Show. Do you have a date? It's going to be... No, it's, but it's January or February at the Turner Gallery at Bergamont Station. In Santa Monica. Yeah. All right, if you want to go to Dennis's show, I'll be there, yeah. right? Yeah. Am I invited? Yeah, Just checking. Of course you will. I'll bring cookies. He loved it. It's crumbs now. Tell we'll bring the cookies. It'll be January, February in Santa Monica. So in about uh, 11 months. <laughs> you got work to do. Seems pretty soon. I'm excited to see it all. Um, thank you so much for spending time with me. You got it. Yeah. You got it. I hope, everyone, I hope everyone really got excited. to And rewatch Happy Gilmore, everybody, because Dennis just did. And we both loved it. Anything yep. else, Jeff? I think that's everything. Follow you on Instagram, right? Oh, jeez. Do Don't follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram and you can see a picture of me and Dennis yeah. that we're about to take. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Thanks. Bye and good luck.